From WREL News and the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network, this is your coronavirus North Carolina news brief for Thursday, July 9th, 2020. I'm Cliff Bumgardner. Here's the latest from WREL.com. Yesterday, state lawmakers voted to suspend the state's anti-mask law, allowing people to wear face coverings in an effort to lower coronavirus transmission rates. Originally created years ago to target the Ku Klux Klan, North Carolina's anti-mask law was already suspended once this year, when the legislature gathered in April. But that deferral ran only through the end of July, and the Senate balked last month at extending it. The Senate's Republican majority got on board with the idea Wednesday, joining the House in voting Senate Bill 232 through. It passed the Senate 43-4, to with a handful of Republicans voting against it. Senator Rick Gunn, a Republican from Alamance County, said from the Senate floor that it will still be illegal to wear a mask to conceal your identity. It's allowed, though, to wear one for health reasons. The bill states people will need to remove their masks if asked by law enforcement. The measure once included language that said stores and other businesses need only post a sign saying masks are required to satisfy Governor Roy Cooper's statewide mask order, which leaves businesses responsible for enforcing at least some of the mandate. That language was dropped earlier this week in the House, and retailers hope to work with the Cooper administration on something similar that won't require the General Assembly to tinker with state law. Public schools can't hold online classes in the first week of school this year. The House wanted to change that before the mandatory August 17th start date, but the Senate went home yesterday without agreeing to do so. Lawmakers don't plan to take up any more bills before September 2nd, leaving questions about whether Wake County and other school systems that plan to rotate students through in-person and online classes will be able to do that for the first week of school. House Speaker Tim Moore said he believes Governor Roy Cooper can override the rule by executive order, mooting the issue for systems that hope to do at least some online instruction in that first week, while Senate President Pro Tem Phil Berger said he wasn't sure the governor has such power. The Cooper administration is certainly expected to look for ways to give systems more flexibility, but spokespeople for the State Department of Public Instruction and the Wake County Public School System didn't immediately respond to questions about just what the rule means. The Wake County Board of Education voted last week on a plan to divide students into three groups, with each group spending a week in class and two weeks at home with online instruction. Berger said he and other senators believe children need to be in school. It's rare for COVID-19 to cause health problems for young people, but it's not clear whether children are effective transmitters of the disease, whether they're likely to become carriers and spread it to parents, teachers, or other adults. On Monday, U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement released a statement saying international students studying at universities in the U.S. would have to leave the country if their classes decide to go online only this semester due to the coronavirus pandemic. Opposition is already growing in response. Harvard and MIT quickly filed lawsuits to stop ICE from enforcing the directive. The change would impact thousands of students at universities in North Carolina, Duke University has more than 3,300 international students, about 20% of their student body, and NC State has more than 4,000 international students, most of them at the graduate level. An open letter signed by thousands, including Duke professors, is now circulating, and Duke University released a statement saying it's deeply committed to supporting its students. Just a few weeks away from the start of the semester, transferring schools is financially impractical for students and could displace more than a million people nationwide. Duke University plans to offer a combination of in-person, hybrid, and online courses this fall, 
believing this approach will allow these students to continue their studies here. And lastly, while there was controversy when Governor Roy Cooper ordered non-essential businesses to close down but allowed locally run ABC stores to stay open, it turns out that decision was a boon for business. Despite a drop in sales to restaurants and bars over the past couple of months, in-store liquor purchases are soaring. Restaurants were shut down in March and were only recently allowed to reopen with social distancing requirements. With more places now open, sales of liquor are also starting to go back up, combined with the ABC store sales. From April through June, ABC stores across the state had a combined $341 million in sales. Last year, during those same three months, stores sold just $246 million worth of liquor. While mixed beverage sales, which is the alcohol that's sold to restaurants and bars, are still lagging behind last year's numbers, they're slowly starting to catch up. In June, that total was about $12 million. That is still less than last year, but a huge jump compared to the $82,000 in sales recorded in April. This has been your Coronavirus North Carolina News Brief for Thursday, July 9th, 2020. As always, if you enjoy the information you get from this podcast, let us know. Leave a rating and review wherever it is you listen. And while you're there, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss our new episodes. Thanks for listening.